the loving man's a bushwhacker, Luke. This is Lanny Popple, also known as the genius full of glory and renown. This is the young stallion, Jim Powers. This is J.J. Dillon, the leader of the original Four Horsemen. Hey, this is the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, on Ring the Bell Radio. On Ring the Bell Radio. Ring the Bell Radio. On Ring the Bell Radio. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. That's right. As you heard all those legends say, you are listening to Ring the Bell Radio, coming to you, well, not so live. Well, I guess you could say live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Visit ringthebellradio.com. There, all you're going to see is this beautiful-looking list of what kind of different platforms you could look. I'm sorry. How can you look on the radio? But you could listen to our program on. That's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, so on and so forth. Frank is uh, absent this evening, and honestly, I don't know where he is. Uh, He's probably mad at me because I didn't tell him about something, but I'll get to that in a minute. But tonight, we have uh, someone on. Uh, Me and him go back a few years, all the way to the Kurt Angle days, which we'll explain what that is in a few moments. Coming to you all the way from Arizona. He is the voice of the Arizona Wrestling Federation, the man behind the myth, Mr. J.P. Steele. How are you doing, sir? My good friend, it is good to talk to you again. And i got to say, that list of voices that you had on your your intro, I don't know how I can live up to half of them, man. I mean, me, you, and Kurt go a ways back, but the genius, the young stallions, my God, that's a who's who. Well, I think you had the genius, you had the genius, you had Kurt, uh, J.J. Dillon, um, Jim Powers, or one half of the Young Stallions, uh, the Bushwhacker, and I think that was it. Um, so we've had a few notable people on this program. So, but how you doing, man? I haven't talked to you in a well, while. You know, it has been a minute or ten, man. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd like to sit there and say I uh, I miss Berg. I do miss the Berg. I'm gonna let everybody know, Jay. Uh, you know, my boy here and I are. You know, we're both Pittsburgh guys by heart. I'm living in Phoenix now, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Pittsburgher now, and I'm going to be a Pittsburgher again real soon. But, uh, you know, it's it's. I'm not going to complain too much when it's 75 degrees out here. Well, yeah, I think we're at, we're at about a uh, 38 degrees right now, and we had a freak storm come through the other day, freak, freak snowstorm, which I don't know if you saw. I took a picture of it, J, uh, JP. Um, Frank, for some reason, he was coming because we were doing a little work here at the building. And he was coming. I don't know why he had his sunroof open in the middle of the well at the beginning of winter. And then we had this freak snowstorm come through the berg. And I look out the window, and guess what? The cars are snow covered. His sunroof is open. And I didn't tell him. I waited a while. So yeah, he he had quite a bit of snow inside his automobile. Let's just say that, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh. Your co-host is uh, quite the unique character, I see. It will leave your sunroof open in the middle of a snowstorm. I mean, I know uh, I, I've got uh, punched a few heads, a few, you know, had a few times, especially since I started working for AWF, but uh, I don't know if I'm that brazen. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't Well, If, if you'd really know Frank. Do you remember Frank from our angle, uh, Kurt Angle days? I think he was there a couple times. Yeah, I, I, I vividly all. remember the name. I vividly remember the name. Yeah. I mean, I, he was, I think uh, I passed me across a couple of times. Yeah, he was. Uh, he always called himself the Fabulous Frank or the one that's always Frank, you know. 
Oh, tried yeah, to always yeah, look yeah. Badass. No, I remember him. No, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll get into our Kurt Angle days here in a minute. But all right, Jay. Mr. Steele. AWF, the Arizona Wrestling Federation. So what's going on there? I've been uh, trying to keep tabs on it here a little, even though I am on the other side of the country. But I will say I'm impressed with what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, let me give you a quick rundown uh, to all my good friends back on the East Coast. And those I'm not uh, fortunate enough to be here in the 602 or the 480 or the 623 here in Phoenix, Arizona. One of the three area codes. Yeah, the city's so damn big. we got three area codes. Uh, Arizona Wrestling Federation is a promotion, obviously, here in Arizona. Yeah, novel concept, I know. Uh, We run weekly shows at (laughs) Odyssey at the Desert, which is actually an aquarium. It's outdoors. We're able to do that here. Crazy, you know. Um, And it's a mix of regional talent. We've got people that come in from New Mexico. We've got people that come in from Las Vegas. We've got people that come in from California. We've got – one of our big stars is Alexander Hammerstone. For you that, you that follow MLW, he's one of our top stars, our open weight champion. He's been at each of our last five shows. He's a product of this uh, promotion. Our world champ is actually Sefa Fat too, who is the youngest brother of uh, the youngest brother of Jimmy and Jay Uso, the uh, uh, son of uh, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi. Uh, Owen really? Travers is part of our brand. Oh yeah, Sefa's uh, our world champ. He's really. Really good. He's going to be in the big time. I, I've said with him it's just a matter of when, not if. Um, I mean, right. we, we run a really, really clean show. There's up-and-coming talent that, you know, you guys are going to see in the map sooner rather than later. And then there's guys like Owen Travers that uh, have tasted the big time very, very briefly. He actually uh, – J.D., I don't know if you remember the SmackDown right before the Royal Rumble um, in Las Vegas where they had that team right. that uh, yeah. uh, the Vegas boys – you remember that team, the yes. Vegas boys, that wrestled uh, Shane McMahon and a Miz? Uh, I, I have, I, uh, like, I want to say briefly, okay, that uh, like I can picture, I can picture the match, but yeah, continue. He was one of the uh, the gentlemen that was uh, the team that put over Shane McMahon and a Miz right before the Royal Rumble. Um, so, and he actually okay. wrestled on, he actually wrestled on Impact against uh, Johnny Swinger. I want to say October. So, uh, we, you know, these are guys that should have been in a big time a long time ago. And then they've got a school out here where, our, you know, we're bringing up up-and-coming talent like Bryn Thorne, who is a 18-year-old young lady who I promise you when it's all said and done, you're going to see her, whether it be in AEW or, at, or, or NXT. This girl's got that it factor. She looks the part. She's extremely talented. She's got the crowd behind her, got a great character, great personality. Uh, you're going to see her in the big time sooner rather than later. But uh, they run weekly shows. They run a big show every every so many uh, so many months in Peoria, which is a suburb of Phoenix. Really, they do good things. And uh, we also are online. If you want to check us out, myself and Gabriel Anders call all the action every week on our Crossfire show on YouTube. Just check out Arizona Wrestling Federation on YouTube. You're bound to find us. So there's two things here. You mm-hmm. said the AWF runs weekly shows. Sir. A weekly wrestling wrestling event. Yes, sir. Okay. For and you know you're you're a Pittsburgher, you're a Berg man. Oh yes. That is damn impressive. If if you have a promotion running a weekly show, because you know over here on the East Coast in the Pittsburgh area, you're getting a show maybe once a month or once every other month, depending on the promotion. Oh, um, absolutely. And- yeah. So that's why you kind of took me back 
when you said you run weekly shows and I went, that's impressive. I just wish I could get, I might have to uh, dip into the petty cash here and actually fly out. <laughs> so you could show me this wrestling federation. So, I mean, I'm impressed weekly programs. And the you, second you, you thing you need to come out and check it out. You, you got a place to stay. Yeah. Oh, yay. There we go. There we go. It's my West coast connection. Um, the other thing is, is you said something that was actually very funny to me that you said you had a couple of your stars try to, they tasted the big time and it was up in impact wrestling. And now be serious. Were you telling me a joke when you said they made it to the big time impact wrestling? A lot of our people think they're not even around anymore. I mean, <laughs> so sorry, but I, I had to say something. You know? <laughs> well, now, I mean, if you would have said NXT, yeah, big time, but you just want the impact. That's actually taking a step below where you're at now. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, for, for those that don't, okay. For those of you that don't consider impact to be the big time, um, Owen Travers was on SmackDown in the last 12 months. He was on SmackDown, and I'm not talking yeah. a, a okay. dark match. He was live on SmackDown. He did wrestle Shane McMahon, the boss's son, and the Miz, uh, right before they won the tag belt. So, uh, and right. there is one now. I mean, MLW, if you have not checked out MLW yet, they just ran a live pay-per-view. He just beat Davey Boy Smith Jr. and, and on pay-per-view. <laughs> Uh, he broke Savio Negas me- Vegas neck on uh, on an MLW taping. I mean, this guy is listen. Uh, Hammerstone is another one of those ones. It's just a matter of when, and not if the one of the two signs him. I mean, even if it's not NXT or AEW or WWE, I have a hunch it's going to be one of the Japanese big promotions because this guy has I was everything just you look say for. Japan. Japan. Yeah. I mean, have you seen pictures yeah. of Hammerstone, JD? I mean, look, look at the guy. I have, you know what? I I have not. Okay, I, I I'm gonna admit now I didn't do as much homework as I would like to do on the AWF. Okay, so you caught me there. I'm not gonna try to BS my way through there. <laughs> but no, I'll have to look them up, or you could send me some more information. You know, I'll send you some more pictures. I mean, just take a look at the guy. He has the it factor. Yeah. He has the it factor that you cannot teach. He's got the looks. I mean, he he's shredded. He's shredded. I mean, he is he is Vince McMahon's dream wrestler. He looks the part. He's ripped. And the thing is, he's not. We're not talking a guy that's Nathan Jones. Okay, we're not talking one of these buff. You know, we're not talking a Brockus. And JD, you probably are probably the only listener that's on here that'll know Brock what I'm talking it. about. We're not wow. talking one of these muscle bound hacks that can't wrestle worth a rat's rear end. He can go. He can go. Now, when I say he, he can go. I mean, you're not going to see the guy doing 360 splashes or, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, shooting star presses. But the guy gets in there and puts on an exceptionally – he does his job. He's very clean. There's no wasted motions. He's a very, very, very good wrestler. He gets in there and puts on a very classic, very clean match. You won't see too many bad matches involving him. Like I said, he, he's very, very professional right. in there. He's a very sharp, sharp talent. I mean, you know, he's – I'm not comparing him to John Cena, but picture a John Cena, a Roman Reigns, and I know some people don't like that, but, uh, you know, he's – I think he's a step above that. If you give this guy the ball and let him run with it, he could do big things in this sport, and uh, I think big things are yet to come for him. Now, let me ask you, since the way you were describing this guy, would Vince McMahon take him as is, or would he try to reinvent him as, as his own? I mean, or do you think he, 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 I think, would even be a good idea? 
I think the character, yes, I think Vince would try to give him his own last name. I think Vince would try to put his own spin on him. I mean, he is your prototypical. No, he 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 looks. He works one of two ways. I think for AWF, he works babyface because he's the hometown right. heel gone. You know, he's a hometown guy coming back home. I think right. when Hammerstone hits the big time, I think he's a million dollar heel. I think he's the guy that you're going to want to see get his ass kicked. Now, let me give you the best comparison to him. Okay, let me give you a comparison for those of you listening to this. What Hammerstone is. He is a much, okay. much, much, much more talented Lex Luger. <laughs> well, hey, that's a very, that's a very open description there, man. That doesn't. <laughs> okay, picture Lex uh, Luger with talent. Picture Lex Luger with talent. The Lex Luger with talent. <laughs> okay, there we go. I was gonna say the guy down the street mowing his grass would have a little more talent than Lex Luger did have in his day, you know. But anyway, but no. Okay, Lex Luger with talent. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, and the character wise, right. the character wise, he is Lex Luger. Character wise, he is Lex Luger in a narcissist gimmick. I think that's his upside, but he's worlds, worlds better. I mean, he could he could wrestle loops around Lex Luger. I mean, point blank, he is Lex Luger with a much, 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 much higher ceiling of talent. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 man. I mean, it sounds like things are pretty rocking out there um, with the uh, Arizona Wrestling Federation. So I, I did see, I was looking at something on, uh, I think you posted it or, uh, but I, regardless, I saw it. There was uh, a match, obviously, you were you were commentating on, because I don't know why you would be doing that since you're the voice of the AWF. Um, there was a wrestler that was literally got hit in the head and I think he stood there and literally sat down in the middle of the ring. <laughs> that was, you that know was Owen versus about? Rocket Boy Wilson. Yeah, that was Owen Travers okay. and Rocket Boy Wilson where, oh, where Owen took a that seat not it. voluntarily. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was just like, oh, he's gonna? Yes, he is. Okay, so so what happened there? I mean, like what what was what led up to that? Okay, well, let me give you the backstory on what had happened in in uh, leading up to that. Um, Owen two weeks before had gone had gone heel. Uh, Owen had come to yeah. us as as you know babyface. He had gone heel. Uh, he he is on this was on this drive for gold the week before. Him and Sefa had gone back and forth for the world championship, for the AWF heavyweight championship. And it was as close of a title match as you will see. He was literally a hair away from taking the belt. Did not win. He went up and he faced Rocket Boy for the, uh, for what what's basically akin to our intercontinental championship. Okay. This right. match, now uh, this match, Owen is a, I'm going to call him a capoeira style. He uses a lot of high high impact kicks. He's a, you know very very flashy, very stylish. But I mean, when I tell you how stylish and flashy, his stuff hurts. When he hits you, you're going to feel it. Well, Rocket Boy, uh, who is a standout here on the West Coast, uh, he's a very you know he's a very high impact guy too. He uses more of a high flying, uh, high base stuff. Well, he managed to you know this is a back and forth match, which I implore anybody to watch this. Check out our, our YouTube channel. The match itself was exceptionally good. Well, that was a spot in the match where I want to say uh, Owen took a shot right in the in the in the head, and I mean he literally he was 
he was out before his rear end hit the ground. I mean, Owen took a shot right in the right spot. And when I say he was out, you know, it, I think the call was, what did I say, J.D.? He was, uh, he was, uh, he was, take, he, he took a seat, not voluntarily. Not okay. voluntarily. Yes. Yes. I saw I mean, it. And then the the way, the way, the way Jay just described it is, is that hit. I mean, I heard it all the way here in Pittsburgh when I was watching it. Okay. And, and it just, you could see him slowly, lights are on, no one's home. He has that Cactus Jack deer in headlights look, and he just sits down, and it's, oh, hello. And then you could just see him lay down, which is, yeah, I was going, there's this, yeah, I think I think you better, someone better throw a towel in there. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly enough, you believe it or not, and I don't want to spoil too much, but uh... – I'll just say Owen's our champion now. Believe it or not, Owen wound up winning the match after that. I mean, Owen, you think Owen took that shot, and believe me, uh, it was flush. It was flush right on the uh, right on the right on the right spot. Owen was Owen was halfway up the uh, halfway up the road to Las Vegas before uh, you know he realized he was back in the car, and right, right. he wound up coming back and winning the match. I mean, it was crazy. Hey, there you go. There you go. Um. So that's J.P. Steele, the voice of the Arizona Wrestling Federation. And that is, if I'm reading this correct, uh, correctly, I can't read my own writing right now. That's ArizonaWrestlingFederation.com. Did I get that right? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. You nailed okay. it, brother. You nailed okay. it. Okay. So we mentioned something earlier. Do you remember uh, – oh, yeah, we mentioned something earlier about – we knew each other years back from the Kurt Angle days. I don't know if some of your people knew that, yeah, we actually, we knew Kurt Angle. We, we met him many times. You'd be down at the office. Both of us would be down at the office. We would, he would buy us lunch all the time. Do you remember that? So, Oh yes. What was it? What was it we used to do that we had a, uh, I'm just trying to remember because we did some pretty interesting things down there. I think we, we were trying to do the internet TV show, right? Yep. And you we, were doing, was it, I want to get the name was, right. It wasn't, wasn't punches, was it? No, I was doing my pull no punches. Great. I was doing, I was taking pull no punches, my successful, uh, MM, my MMA podcast that I was doing here on blog talk radio with Marcus Davis. And I, oh, uh, yeah. I took it to TV. Marcus I took it to Davis, TV that's and it. we, yep. And we, we took yeah. the TV for quite a while, you know, and I was actually, that's when Kurt was looking, if you remember, he was looking to dip his toes into the MMA market and looking to get, get into the fight game. Yeah, I remember that because there was something where, because, okay, if, if for the people that don't know, I was working for marketing uh, in the marketing department for Kurt Angle. He was had a business, what was that, about eight, nine years ago called Kurt Angle Foods down in downtown the strip district of Pittsburgh. And I was actually working in the marketing department where I started putting out the word on social media that, Hey, we're looking for people to do X, Y, Z, because we wanted to do an internet streaming TV show, which if you remember Jay, the streaming thing wasn't kind of quite not happening yet. It was like in its infancy. Right. You know, like, yeah, Netflix was around, but I mean, even from 10 years ago, it's light years ahead of where it was when we were doing what we were doing with Kurt. Now, remember you, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Hold on. I, that happens when I get excited here. So one day I remember you walked in and were you asking if Kurt was there to meet him or was it something to do with, hey, I have an idea for a program? 
Regardless, no, was, I even yeah. said it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was going to say, regardless, I asked you, hey, do you want to be on uh, this, this streaming channel we're trying to do? And then you said yes. I don't remember what happened next, so maybe your memory's a little better. I, I actually came in looking for Kurt to see if he was interested in coming on the podcast with Marcus and I. And you were there, and you threw the idea to me, well, are you interested? We're looking to start a streaming service. We're, we'll call it Kurtflix now because uh, we were, net, like you said, we were Netflix before Netflix was cool. And uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. said, dude, I, I'd love that. I'd love to love to do that. And, you know, we were looking for people to represent Angle Foods. And, you know, Kurt, I mean, look, we're Pittsburgh guys. And, Kurt, if you're not from Pittsburgh and don't uh, aren't a Kurt Angle fan, you need to move the hell out of town. Kurt Angle you know, yeah, right. ranks right up there with Mario Lemieux, was the greatest athlete ever to come out of that damn city. You know what I mean? Um, and he right, was born right, and right. raised there, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. I mean, but, uh, yeah. you know, so – that's how that started, you know, and we started the podcast and JD and I became extremely close friends as a result and had many, many a good times in those studios. Oh yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is I was going to say is, do you remember now this is where we're kind of going down reminiscing on memory lane. Do you remember you walked into that building and we had to go into the small office and then to get to where we filmed, you had to go to an office into another office into another office. Like, it was so weird because you had to go through two offices to get to the back office. Okay. And yep. I had these tables set up. And remember, I had the, the, the fake phone. And, you know, I think you even brought in action figures or something for your segment. Um, I did. And, yeah, I had the, the Health Up Cafe, Kurt Angle Foods, blah, 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 stuff everywhere. And I had all this 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 MacGyvered and Jerry rigged camera equipment up just so we could die just so we could be live streaming <laughs> at that time. And what what I think is funny is you think, okay, that was what, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, fast forward twenty nineteen, all that equipment, all them cables and wires, the the laptop, all that stuff that we needed for you to do at half hour segment, now all we have to do is put our cell phone on a pedestal or a selfie stick and we could have done the same thing. That's Jeez, what drives me nuts. You know what I mean? So like we could do, if this was, we could do it now. We could have done Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have sat in there. We I wouldn't have needed all them lights, all this, all that, all this. It would be like, all right, hold on, let me get my smartphone up and put it put it right down and boom, there we go. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we wouldn't <laughs> even be doing it. What was it? Ustream or live stream, I think it was those services. Now with Facebook Live and you know, yep. YouTube Live and Twitter Live, we wouldn't even need that. We could have just been, yeah, but anyway, that stuff didn't exist then. Video live and, videos, but that's just, yeah. And keep in mind, keep in mind, Kurt's business partner, it was, this was most of the time, I mean, we started this shit back in, uh, excuse me, like, when we started this stuff back in, well, I mean, we do this in December and January and February, and I don't mean to disparage right. Kurt's partner, but this guy never turned the dang heat on. So we're sitting in there freezing no. our knuckles off, and, you know, J.D. and I is freezing our knuckles off. We're wearing three layers of clothes, and it's still colder. I mean, if you haven't been to Pittsburgh, folks, my Arizona friends, it's, it gets cold in Pittsburgh. And one of those winters was uh, one of the coldest winters in recent memory. So we're sitting there yeah. chattering on air, taking breaks, like, okay, break, 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 you know, because we're trying to survive because dude won't turn the heat on. Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, well, we're not, we're not going to mention his name. I, I mean, but we we know who he is. But I'm not I'm not going to go there. That's that's uh, that's behind. He, that's he, in the past now. But um, yeah, he don't deserve the airway. No, I do anyway, remember. But... 
Yeah, but <laughs> I do remember that though, where it was uh, what it was only what thirty minutes or something we had to do for you or for we were allotting yeah. time for. Well, I was told to allot time for it, and I think we would get. That was the day I think we had to pre-record. We couldn't do it live because it was so cold. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause... Where I think you would you would try doing something. I think you got through your opening monologue, so to speak, and. I could tell when you started fumbling your words like I usually do, I was just like, all right, let's get up and move around for a minute. <laughs> you know, and you're right. We could be in there, you know, trying to rub our, you know, rub your, rubbing your hands together, getting up and moving. And it would be like, hey, we, we should, hey, Jay, go to your car. I'm going to go to my car, turn the heat on for a minute, and then we'll come back in, you know. But, yeah. yeah, those were good times. Those were good times, you know. And uh, no, no, Kurt was there many a times when you were there. I remember that, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, he had, yeah. Many good conversations with that guy. Many good conversations. Didn't, didn't you run into him a number of years, like three, four years ago out there? It was like at a Comic-Con or something, and I think you actually sent me a picture uh, yeah, of actually, uh, you and uh, your son. Yeah. Yep. What happened is you remember his uh, – they had that this big event out here. Um, it was at, that ill-fated uh, UR fights. It was uh, they had that where they tried to hold that event where it was one match where they had a pro wrestling match, they had an MMA fight, and then they, a grappling match, and then a boxing fight with Roy Jones Jr. Well, it was Correct. Kurt versus Rey Mysterio, and then Roy Jones fought some voted fan out of the crowd, and uh, you know Michael Bisping grappled Chael Son, and of course we and Jim Ross was a commentator. We we wonder why this failed miserably, right, folks? I mean, you know, you mix three completely different entities and wonder why nobody gives a crap. Well. Anyway, I'm walking, and they held the event, or they held the weigh-ins for this uh, down at the uh, Tempe Marketplace, which is literally uh, less than five minutes away from where I live. So I'm down there. I figure, why not? You know, I'll go. And I'm walking, and uh, I'll give my real name here. I'm not. This isn't 1980 where we hide our identities. I'm walking, and, Jay, Jay, and I hear the voice, Jay. Somebody called me, and Amber's like, and my wife, Amber, somebody's calling you, Jay. Jay Pagliero, I come around, big ball of Kurt's running at me, like, holy shite, you know, it's like, we have a big hug, it's like, I ain't seen you since Angle Foods, I'm like, yeah, I ain't seen you since Angle Foods, and I my boy yeah. with me, and it, who's this, it's my son, and it was it was good to catch up with him again, we got dinner, shot the breeze a while, you know, he, he told me what had been going on with him, and, you know, Kurt, during that, had been going through some, uh, he, we all know Kurt. He had, he had gone through some. Um, yes. Kurt had went through some times. Kurt had went through some times. Yeah. He was a lot healthier. Yeah. He had he had really you know overcome his demons and you know good for him man. I was so happy for him. I had seen him happier than I had ever seen him, and frankly, I was glad for him. Yep, and uh, you know, and and to this day, I'll tell you this. Um. I, I still talk to him every once in a while, you know, out of nowhere, whether it be a text message or Facebook, or I actually get a phone call that uh, I'm not saying it's like a couple times a week, but it's, it's here and there, you know, I'll, all of a sudden I'll get a, a phone call or a message that, Hey JD, it's Kurt. How you doing? How's your family doing? You know, or it'll be like, uh, uh, or it'll be his wife that'll shoot me a message. Hey, how you doing? You know, hope everyone's doing well. So even after all these years, you know, I'm, I'm, I just like how it's not one of those, they see you and who are you? They, they remember, you know, and that means a lot. You know, oh, for sure. Man. So, yeah. So Giovanna is the best thing that happened to him. She is the best thing that ever happened oh to him. Oh my Honest God. Honest to God. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Giovanna is a super sweet uh, young lady. Uh, and I say young lady because she's younger than me and younger than you. So I'm not saying by how much, but I'm just saying she's younger than us. Well, well Kurt would whip both of our asses. He'd certainly whip mine. So I'm going to say even if she was 15 years older than I, I'm saying she's a young lady. So <laughs> yeah, yes, a young lady. Hey, Kurt, when you listen to this, you you know me. I'm not. It's, it's no other way to say it. All right. Or if you really want to hunt me down here, or you can come whip my ass, and then I'll go buy you dinner. All right. So we'll say that. <laughs> but but uh, well well Jay, it's it's been nice having you on. Uh, been nice catching yeah. up. Um, My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Hopefully we can get yeah. Hopefully we can get you on again. Okay. Um, hey, you know I'm I'm a text, a phone call, a, a Facebook message away, man. Anytime you need me on here, and if you're running solo, dude, I I ain't doing nothing. You want to shoot the breeze about wrestling? I'm I'm. Well, I got nothing going there on. Was, there was something I want. Oh, that's nice. I just knocked my cup of, cup of water over. We're going to call it water. I just called it. Yeah, I knocked it over. Um, yeah, yeah. Something I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I, yeah. I knocked it. It's actually spilled all over Frank's area, So, but he's he no-showed, so he can clean it up. CM Punk comes back. Okay. I know we've kind of been all over the place, but CM Punk comes back for that WWE backstage. Does he set his foot into a WWE ring again to actually wrestle? What do you think? He's back. I think he's going to get the itch. Um, I don't think, you think anybody that thinks – what's that? I said, you think? <laughs> he's well, never going to put in a ring. But I just wanted to get your I, opinion. He's not – I mean, anybody that thinks CM Punk's coming back and doing the full tilt again, you know, I mean – I don't think you'll ever see CM Punk full time back wrestling 100% again. I, I think those days are done. I don't. Th- I think he's really? content with doing this. But I think at a WrestleMania, at a SummerSlam, at the big events, I have no doubt in my mind. When the match means something, I think you'll see CM Punk back in there again. But it's got to mean something. I mean, and anybody that's yeah. surprised by this, how many scorched earth dudes? I mean, Hogan tried to have Vince put in jail, and he came back. I mean, we've seen Burnt Bridges, Bret Hart. Ultimate Warrior, Bruno came back, for God's sake. I mean, this isn't a surprise to me. It's just a matter of time. They all come back, except ACH. I doubt he'll ever be back, but that's a different story for its own right. (laughs) Like you said, never say never, especially with this. Um, You know, the only thing that worries me about Punk, if he does set foot back in the ring, that at this point he's going to be used to enhance someone else's career. Okay. And yeah, I know if, if they look at punk and go, this is what we want you to do. If you don't want to do it, we'll get someone else to do it. That's fine. There's the door, but I don't want to see him come back to job. Uh, and I know, you know, that's if, if they say, make this guy looks good, then so be it. But I just want him to be used in the right way. You know, or maybe they can give him sort of like a Goldberg type thing where he's back, but he's just he pops up here and there, like you were saying. That's my speculation. I mean, and I think I'm all right if he's putting over people like the Fiend, and I think if he does put somebody over, it's going to be to really elevate somebody like the Fiend, who, who let's be honest, he has Rollins did a nice job of building him there, but 
Wyatt has toiled for so long. Somebody like him could use that rub from Punk. But you know, I don't. I don't want to see him play in a Daniel Bryan role either. Where all right, yeah, he's putting. Yeah. Let's be honest, seeing Daniel Bryan putting people over now, it doesn't quite mean the same that it once did. You know what I mean? I want to. I don't want to see him be Daniel Bryan either. I want to see him be. I'm okay with putting people over every now and again. But when it starts getting to the point to where he's putting over to Butcher, to Baker, to Candlestick Maker, and every other every other yeah. failed Ed Leslie gimmick, then it's not you know, it's yeah. not as appealing yeah, as it right. was. Now that's funny you say Daniel Bryan, and this just popped into my head. That do you remember when he was a part of Wyatt's clan? And I think it was uh, I can't remember if it was SmackDown or Raw where he turned on them. I think there was a, a steel cage up. And he turned on him, and I think he that was the night he got concussed, and then he had to sit out. Or it was right right before they said he could never wrestle and wrestle again. I mean, you, you kind of get what I'm talking about. What time I'm talking about? Yep. Um, yeah, right after the Royal. And Rumble, I remember, right? Right before, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember he was in the ring. He was wearing those overalls, and you could see in his in his head, oh, I can't do this anymore. He starts being beaten up all of Wyatt's people. He eventually throws those coveralls off, starts beating up Wyatt. And then this is where I want to see if you agree with me on this. Bryant climbs to the top of the cage and sits there, starts doing his yes thing where he's pointing in the air. The whole crowd in unison. I've never seen anything like this before or since. Every ass in that Every every ass in that stadium was chanting yes in unison. The whole arena. At that point, do you think Bryant was bigger than the company? 100%. 100%. And I'll tell you right now, WWE would kill, for, maybe not literally, but they would they would do anything to have somebody get that kind of reaction. Now, I mean, they would have they would have stopped short to get Roman Reigns to get those kind of reactions in his best. Yeah. Brian was bigger than the company itself. Brian, that's the moment where Brian got Hulkamania level pops. That's where he got Austin level pops. Rock that level night. pops. Yes. That night. Yes. And that's where Daniel Bryan was born. And I, I'm convinced, JD, that's the night. I, I really don't think that WWE ever had intentions of doing anything with Daniel Bryan besides, you know. No. Maybe putting them, you know, I think that's the night where they finally realized we have no damn choice but to put the belt on this guy. They had no yeah. choice because it was, it was a phenomenon. See, and I even think Bryant was at the point where, at that point, where, like I said, the whole stadium or arena is in unison. Yes, yes, yes. No one else was doing anything else. He reached a level where he didn't need the belt. He didn't no. need to put the belt on him. It's, no. It was, well, we have to put the belt on him because that's what people want. But it was just like, you know, it was like a, a Roddy Roddy Piper. He didn't need the belt to be the most one of the most popular guys in the company. You know. That's it, right. It, it, you know. But, see, I just wanted to see, because like I said, that just popped into my mind. And I just wanted to see if you, you know, if you agreed or disagreed or just, you know. But, yeah, you're right, though. He reached Austin Rock. That was his Hulkamania moment right there. He reached Hulkamania level status. So, 
Agreed, agreed. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because so many people nowadays act like these guys need the belts. I mean, uh, and you brought up Roddy Piper. Great example. Andre the Giant. How long did that guy wear a belt in WWE or WWF? He had it for, what, 30 uh, seconds, 45 seconds? 30, 45 seconds, yeah, something like that. I mean, you know, the, you know, these guys didn't, didn't need, need a belt. Ted DiBiase didn't need a belt. Uh, you know, Savage, yeah, Savage had it, but, you know, Let's be honest, Savage was always, you know, he was an icon of the sport, but he was always almost, dare I say, second fiddle, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but he was almost the other guy to Hulk Hogan. Hogan was the champ. It was everybody else. I mean, we could name a thousand, maybe not, but, you know, name a bunch of superstars that never held the championship. Nowadays, it's almost like you these, these people almost act like they're less than because they don't have a belt. And you're seeing champs like, no disrespect to the guy. Love the guy as a talent. And by all accounts, he's a great human being. But Kofi Kingston, okay, um, you know, we saw people, well, Kofi needs the belt. Kofi needs the belt. Kofi needs the belt. Give me a story why Kofi needs a belt of more than three weeks. You know what I mean? That yeah, almost seems like shotgun. Yeah. yeah. And now look where Kofi yeah. is now. He's no better off than he was before he won the belt. We gave Kofi the belt. Yeah. Okay, and now what? Now what? Now he's back in the tag team ranks with New Day. People weren't into Kofi. They're into the New Day act, you know. And, and yeah. if you'd have put the belt on Kofi and then had New Day turn on him, then maybe That'd you extend different. that. And then you maybe make Kofi the world, you know, the, the guy. But the minute that was suggested, the wrestling audience lost him. No, 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 you can't break up New Day. I mean, I, I don't know. That's a whole different podcast for its own right, I guess. Well, there's, I, I've, done, I've done many shows in the past. And uh, we're com- you know we're coming up to where we're gonna have to wrap it up here where there's too many championship belts there's too many yeah, that's another story for another day tag teams are another story for another day but what you were saying about when Andre had the belt for 30 seconds oh we put the belt on so and so back when you know when we were young tykes growing up that's back when the belt actually felt like it meant something you know now it's Oh, right, there's a championship belt. This guy's wearing uh, yellow today. Let's give him the you're the world heavyweight champion of wearing yellow for WWE. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many. Yeah. I'm not even getting started with that. But <laughs> JP Steele. No question. Yeah, no question. But like I said, JP Steele, the Arizona Wrestling Federation, ArizonaWrestlingFederation.com. Thank you for coming on this uh, this program. Hopefully we can have you again when you're available Any- in your super busy schedule. <laughs> I will always find time for you, my Kurt Angle brother. Anytime, any place you uh, need a word, I'm always free. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'm going to try to get a hold of Kurt and see if us three can get on for a program. How about that? I'll see what I can do. Let's, I'll, 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 I'll do get it. to my let's connections. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, all right, Jay. All right, my friend. Till next time. All right, brother. Much love to your family for oh. me, all right? I, I will. I will do the same on the other end there. We'll see, we'll see you soon, man. Hopefully I can make it out there to catch up the, the uh, promotion here. So, well, you do it. All right. Open we'll door any time, man. I got you. Catch you later, bro. All right, my man. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'd like to thank J.P. Steele of the Arizona Wrestling Federation. I've already said that numerous times. Check us out on ringthebellradio.com. Of course, if you're listening to this program, you know 
what to find on there. You've been there. Still uh, a mystery with Frank's absence this, uh, this week. Kind of threw me off guard. Took me a little while to get settled here. But until next time, I'm JV.